Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing. Right, right. Full circle. Very proud of that one. I am. I went to go play it this morning because I was like, I forgot. And I forgot why I put it back down. It's hard. I, I mean, say, I was going to tell you because when you say you should learn it, I was like, oh, you should put, yeah, by the, by the time we record, we sh- you should just I should show, play it as a little. Sorry, intro. it's breaking up for me on my end. What you say? I, I said that you Wait, should sorry, play it as it, my I headphones. Said, okay, well, you I know, it's know a good thing I have your number, so I'll just text you so you can read it with but your my phone. eyes. Hello? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Since we on, we on Zoom, I can write it down and hold it up because oh but then it won't be i can hear you it, now but it, it won't it be, won't be what it won't be me i won't be able to read it because it's, it's gonna be why not because oh, so you can't that, you can't read it just because it flipped so what what if i had what if i had dyslexia this whole time okay and, and i never told you you can't read that <laughs> mm. okay <laughs> It's, I'm not trying to make no excuses. It's playable. The version I have um, was edited by Primrose, and I have to go do my own fingers because we not built like you. Okay. And then also, like, some stuff, like, is so, like, the, I think the third variation. Well, no, the first one's the theme. Okay. Whatever. The second variation, it's, like, so, it's so C and G, which is fine, until it goes up. To like the second octave, I was like, oh, I'm not, I have an A string for a reason. And that kind of stuff pisses me off. Like, I could just play this over there. But it was a cute little key. And then I also played, I forgot I was supposed to be learning La Campanella because I heard it in the movie and I forgot I was supposed to be learning it. And what? Not you forgot. <laughs> I forgot because I was playing throughout, because I heard it in the movie, I was like, oh, cute. So I went, I found a little music, because I remember I was supposed to do, that was supposed to be my recital thing, and I decided to do the excerpt thing. Anyway. And I was like, oh, I forgot this was cute. And I saw fingerings. I said, oh, you was learning this. And yeah, good times. I had a good little time. Um, I should have been practicing my excerpts, uh, but I did that instead. Well, now we're here. Anyway. Right. Hi, Patreon. Excuses as to not playing it great but you know i love me a little excuse i love complaining and i love an excuse i do tell my kids like uh excuses are tools of the weak and incompetent i do use that one um i haven't used that forget paths to nowhere (laughs) bridges to nothing wait excuses are tools of the weak and incompetent used to be monuments of nothingness and bridges to nowhere those who use them seldom excel in anything else I haven't had to whip that out in a minute because, like, telling a 10-year-old that, I'm at my wit's end. Yeah. <laughs> so. And also, they just gonna, that's just going to go in one ear and out the other if it makes it in the first ear at all. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> True. I, I have said, because I'm like, I understand, like, that that busy word is a, a trigger for me. Like, so when you hear it come out of an 11-year-old, I'm like, sweet pea, I know you got dance and Girl Scouts, but you can practice for 15 minutes a day. You can do it. Like, I mean, it's they okay. Do be, they do be in school. 
God. They be in school, but it's really like I understand. I do know. I get it. I I understand. I'm asking you to practice "Song of the Wind" for ten minutes, three times a week. That's me begging. <laughs> it should be five. Okay. It's that's I'm at my wits end with that one. Like, I understand. Being a kid is hard, and you just don't want to do none of this stuff. You got to be up at the bus for five a.m. That thing that's preposterous. All that stuff. Sweet pea, you can practice. Go telling roadie. You can. You can. Anyway, hey Patreon. <laughs> it went from fifteen minutes a day to <laughs> three days a week. That's I, what I, I need begging. to be on. Because some, some students, I'll be like, it's, that's I'm what I was fine. on. So no, I'm just, you said what? Can you imagine. <laughs> I'll be begging. I'm just like, why are you not? And and then I finally, I finally figure out because I'm like, this student, it's my fault, honestly. Because I'm like, oh, you're like this. You're literally so intelligent. You're such a joy to work with. I have like two. I'll be like, I can't wait for your lesson. I'm like, oh, love teaching you. I'm just like. I told you this last week and it is click because I'm doing what I got to do. Like, I'm like, I told you this last week and a week after that and a week before that, a week before that. I'm like, how much are you practicing? Oh, you know, well, the week's really busy. So Saturday, I'm like, girl, find <laughs> someone else is complaining. To. I like, I blame myself. Mm-hmm. I blame myself because I couldn't believe I didn't clock it earlier. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, she's struggling. No, she's not doing anything. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, because that old come little children was crazy last week. I said, what is this? But, you know, I can't say that. <laughs> old come little demon. <laughs> like, like, I don't think that's what Suzuki meant. Um, But, <laughs> but yeah. We move. Pa- Patreon is rejoicing. They see us using both of our, both of us using pop filters. This we got time. pop filters. Because, okay. Cause we Sorry, was y'all. <gasps> we was abusing y'all. Yeah. So. Pop, pop, pop. Right, come on here, Peter Pan, Piper, like. But we found ones for our mics. Oh, I miss them Eastman mics. I can't lie to you. Yeah. Shout out to Nana. Period. That's a real one. We'll be back there. Listen, more y'all join Patreon. If quicker we get in the studio, so. What happened to community? I was playing y'all. That was I was. It was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) It was a joke. Well, yeah, I saw my edges. See, I got a little. Poodle puff. Okay. It's so cute. I love it. It's actually deceptive. I need to take care of my hair today. Well, um, news this week. We got our own news this week. Ah. Period. And I'm gonna remember all three of them. So, um, <laughs> Jesus. So, um, well, first and foremost, you know, we've been talking about, oh, we got some stuff going on. We got some stuff going on. Well, we're not telling you guys the stuff going on yet. I know you probably think that's the news. It's not. But we have a newsletter. And, yeah, you can sign up for that. The link is in the description. If you want to know what we got going on first, unfortunately, the newsletter is not that. That's Patreon. But y'all, I feel like y'all got to understand, like, Patreon has to come from, like, they literally giving us money every month. Yeah, they that's have to come all, That's Because <laughs> them. Like, so first and foremost is Patreon. The link for Patreon is also in the description if you are obliged. But the newsletter is brand new. We've never had a newsletter before. It's going to come straight to your inbox. Aren't you excited? You get to hear us yeah. talking mess in your ears and your Gmail account. That's so fun, Stinks. 
Hey. You know, I um yeah, I love me a little newsletter moment. You I gotta love a newsletter. Like low key. I was looking at the thing. I saw you was doing the newsletters. I was like, Oh, I low key could do them. We might we might revisit. Who was on the newsletter? You doing it. On our list. Oh, I thought you said like something else. I thought you were talking about something else. I was like, I don't got oh. no Oh no, 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 no! Girl, my brain was oh, literally explode. Like for real, that time. I feel like <gasps> Katie Mason. We got Katie Mason. We got something. Okay, period. That's Just a whole thing. New, There's new me. more hours in a day. Like no, they really do. And oh. more money's in my bank account. So that, you know what? That's really what it is. Yeah. I was working on a video yesterday. I'm like, I can't wait to do this full time. And, like, I, and it would just remove so much stress would, too, like I'm, so much girl, I'm over here I'm in teams I'm doing this and I'm <laughs> at the stove like this and I'm, and I'm, and I'm and you got you a mic on your and, I got, and I'm like oh I gotta do Carmina Brown let me do this thing real quick and I'm it's just a mess right. you, you, you score studying one, with one eye and now you got the other eye over here writing, writing a recipe and, 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 and nah it's just it's too, too much, much. I'm, I'm editing a video I got teams on this computer. I'm editing a video and I'm making a classically black graphic in my phone. When does it end? <laughs> when does it end? Oh my God. And God threw me so many bones yesterday. I was so happy, but that doesn't happen often. Bones. I'd be like, oh, God threw me a bone. What you like, mean? Uh, what y'all like, be using? A wood stick? Skewers. Because oh. um, like, I had like, Two students canceled, and then a cl- my cl- my violin class got canceled. Mm. So, but that doesn't happen often. So, but I'm over here like, oh, let me cook this, <laughs> answer this email, edit this video, and oh yeah, I gotta do Don Juan real quick. Like it's a lot. Mm. I just want to turn my body off for like three. You know what? Actually, let me not call it in. So, uh, you know what? Yes, <laughs> but also you was you was looking at me crazy when I said we shouldn't be able to go into a medically induced coma. If we want to, <laughs> now I stopped saying that because God be like, okay, girl, okay, we could do a real induced coma if you like. That, right, that's what he be getting a little sassy with me, so I thought right. you won't be in the coma so bad. Right, like, no, exactly. no, 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 that's why I don't play with him no more, no more. <laughs> I stop. He'll do it. I'm not trying to call that in, but yeah, like I'll you, st- you know what I mean myself. by that. You knew what I meant, and you still okay. So. <laughs> And I feel like that's not fair because the power imbalance is crazy. It's crazy. You can put me in a coma. <laughs> like, I can't like put you in. It's power imbalance. It's nothing else. So I just feel like, yeah, that's crazy. I don't play with him no more. I start, I said I would stop after the last one. Um, But yeah, all that is to say we have a newsletter. Sign up right. is in the description. And yeah, if we go ahead, put your little email in there. Period. And we'll see yeah. you. Let me see you. You better open it. You better not unsubscribe. No, for real. Because they give us your address if you do. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Speaking That's- of us seeing us when we do, y'all know, or maybe you don't, our five-year anniversary is coming up. That's crazy. You know, apparent, but apparently it is. So oh, you know, we doing a live show. This actually is one of our announcements. We're doing a live show, a virtual live show, streaming it on our YouTube channel, and that's going to be on our fifth anniversary, which is November twelfth at one thirty p.m. Central Time. So remember that. 
1 30 p.m central time november 12th that will be in the description so you can put it in your calendar whatever you know what we should have done mm. and it's maybe we'll do this before i think you can set like a premiere which is what i wanted to do but i realized it would be helpful to have that by the time this episode comes out because i think you can set a reminder we will also like we just said we we are we're begging y'all for your email addresses so we will also Mm -hmm. email you and be like hey y'all we started right now and stuff like that so if you if that's not up if that's not working the whole set a reminder on youtube thing don't worry give us your email address we will send you a reminder so that you can go directly to our live show but it's gonna be fun it's gonna be different it's not gonna be a, a traditional classically black episode it's gonna be real cute and one of the things that we're doing in the live show is some listener letters so also in the link of the description this link this description is fat with links period Big um back. Hey, hey, twin. Oh, um, see, I blame myself. <clears throat> I blame myself. You should Is going to be a form for y'all to, you know, talk to us a little bit. I feel like, you know, y- y'all be talking to us sometimes on Instagram, not all the time, but you can send us, you know, questions. That's really what you can send us. Or congratulations. I mean, questions, we'll have notes, love notes. Um, you could send us what you rather's. You could send yeah. us. You could just talk Prompts. to us. Be like, "Hey, girl." Anything advice? Yeah. Now, Delay and I have lived. No, send us requests for advice. Don't send us no advice. <laughs> I was gonna say, I as a nosy person, I would love to tell you what to do, but I'm also very unserious. So just keep that in mind. But um. Yeah, have fun with it. Yeah. And it's um, anonymous. Don't worry. It's anonymous. Yeah, I was going to say that too. You don't need your blood type, your social security number. It's just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just need the. What you. That's all you're going to. This type. That's it. Yeah. So, period. Link in the description. That's all you need to know. Newsletters are there. Live show. <laughs> date and time will be there. Form will be there for y'all to submit some questions for us and we will read them live and we will see y'all live period real cute hang out in the chat there will be some other things happening y'all see y'all will see in the uh in the lead up to it we will be revealing some other things happening in the live show so it's gonna be an exciting and busy month i just cannot wait to get to december Now we skip right over, November. right over November. I was gonna, I was saying for a long time I can't wait to get to November because my October has been nuts. Um, literally right up to the last minute. Like, November gonna be bolts. So, I mean, middle of November, like once we get past what we doing, and I, or I guess the end of November, whatever. Yeah, I guess because we gonna we trying to automate a lot of stuff, so it's not we not in there doing all this stuff. So. I'm, I mean, honestly, I just need to get out of October. Literally. From October touchdown until it takes off. Like, it's just been. <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say, because we do need that one thing for November What 5th, so... are you talking about? No, 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 no. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy. Um, well, we have a meeting. I, have, I took a concert that I, I realized it doesn't, it isn't worth it. I mean, they'll never listen to this, so it's fine. It's not MSO, so don't go oh. snipping no stuff. But I took a. Oh, oh. 
I would never say that. I love Point Buffain. Um, what's called Dance Macabre? I'll be like this. No, I love MSO. I took this other gig that I realized it's not worth it, and I want to pull out, but I literally can't because that's not my brand. So Delaney and I have a meeting. It's an hour and a half away. Delaney and I have a meeting on my drive back from the, from the rehearsal because when else can we meet? Oh my god! An hour and a half drive to rehearsal. It's crazy. And then the pay. And I realized because he, he's been asking me for like literally years to play, and I was finally was like, I'm finally free. Fine. And then I realized I'm driving an hour and 15 minutes for this amount of money. Oh my God. Also the hour and 15 minutes part. Like I'm always tired. So I'm kind of worried about that. We'll see. I'm not exhausted. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, Oh my God. But like, <laughs> All I'm right. not complaining. I'm having a great time. I actually, I mean, I mean that I'm actually having a ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in LA last weekend. Did we talk about that? Oh yeah. We had a little, it was, it was a day like, I'm doing a lot of stuff that I like to do. I think I'm everything I'm doing right now, I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, except for that. Mm, but I was going to say. But for the most about? part. You would say that? Huh? Would you, oh, that's crazy. I said, would Is you everything I'm doing? Okay, next question. Um, oh. I mean... There's a lot of stuff that I want to do that I'm not doing. So it's not like a, yeah, it's I mean, less I'm, of a, there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing that I don't want to do. It's mm-hmm. more of the, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. There's so much, I mean, if I think my brain will start melting. Like, I mean, yeah. Cause if even, I think about everything I want to do, the things I should be doing, I finally, this, this poor woman has been in my inbox for weeks. Katie, Katie following up. Katie falling up. I'm like, girl, here. <laughs> oh. Let me move. Yeah, we do. We ain't got no choice. Father God. Well, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clean it mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yeah, I, I always, you know, I always come back to Katie's inspirational quote. Keep going, I guess. What else you finna do? I want that on that shirt. You should, because I put it on a nice little inspirational card. I'm pretty. That's out. what I thought that said. That took me down. Cause I really was just running my mouth, so I just that took Keep me going down. But I, guess. Feel, I feel like that would do? inspire some people because it's not always about oh God, go turn around, oh smell the roses. It's just like girl, another day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people might take it as a challenge. What else? What else I'm gonna do? No, I'm just. And <sighs> know what season I'm in? Yeah. But I feel great, so. Sun's out. We playing Carmina Barana tonight. Yeah. Fun times had by all. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of fun times, my other piece of news oh, this week is. News, I just realized. I'm sorry. Okay. Is that um, the Philadelphia Orchestra musicians have Who? reached a contract deal. Which orchestra? I thought since okay, I thought since it was like you know a little official announcement, oh, okay, I, okay. I, I, I would keep yeah, it. Okay, I, fair, I would use fair. their their government name. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Right, like what the government right. calls them. Right, right, right. right exactly, ah, exactly, exactly. Because okay. Um. <laughs> so um, the last time we talked about this was in August when uh, their union, which is uh, AFM Local seventy seven, um, had. They voted to authorize a strike. Um, 
and they um, had the support of 95% of um, musicians that were participating. So, you know, it was a little, a little tight, a little, what they finna do? Because um, they had concerts that were happening as the talks continued through um, their old contract, which expired in early September. But all is well, because they just uh, agreed to a new contract. It's a three-year contract. Um, which includes a raise salary raises of nearly 16% over the next three years, um, as well as um, some pay raises for substitute musicians as well. Okay, period. Let me hold a dollar. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. Um, As well as um, a requirement that the orchestra increase the number of musicians that it hires each year to fill vacancies. So, um, just as a little bit of context for this past season, uh, the base salary for the Philadelphia Orchestra was $152,256, Damn. which includes compensation for recordings. So, you know, they, they must get 16% year over year and that's just the base. Ain't nobody making less than that. So how much it costs to live in Philadelphia? I mean, that's also like one of the best orchestras in the world. That's you know, and then yeah. that was I feel like that was one of the points of the contract. They felt that yeah. they would not be compensated fairly on par with other uh leading orchestras. So I mean it sounds like all of y'all can afford to sign up for our Patreon. So that's what it's giving. <laughs> so <laughs> it's giving eighty new patrons <laughs> at least. And get that sack butt player in there too. <laughs> When he comes, right, and them subs too. I heard y'all got a pay raise. Right, What's up? Cough it up. And the Philadelphia Orchestra Chorus, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all got it. Not Hello. to mention Yannick. Hey, right? Oh, don't mention him because <laughs> you might have to buy a couple. What, what <laughs> Rochelle say on Everybody Hates Chris? Because not too two jobs. I was about to say <laughs> exactly two jobs, two. not three. You might have a third one. Listen. Because Philadelphia Orchestra and the Met is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like, for real, let me hold a dollar. You greedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, can somebody else have dang! <laughs> Does the government know about that? Right. <laughs> I'm about to say, look, look and, watch, and watch him hop on over to L.A. Right, after, right. After do the mail done. Oh my mm-hmm. god! You don't even have a regular bank account. It's really giving Chase private partner, like <laughs> right. right. He's actually, little do we know, his mama made a name Chase, you know, right? You know, bank. P Morgan, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, your arm okay? Well, he he got that good insurance, so I guess it don't matter. Right. Meanwhile, I'm playing my little. How are your rotator cuff still intact? Right. The Met. Like nah, but yeah, he got that good insurance. He's probably going straight to God. Right, he got a bionic <laughs> arm. Right, he got to use his real one. <laughs> he just tucked that one in. <laughs> I mean, more power to him. I just, I don't understand what was the schedule look like. I mean, obviously you're not doing everything. The Met has multiple conductors, but like mm-hmm. the Met, their rehearsal schedule. How you mount? How you do that with Philadelphia? They probably play every week. 
How you doing that? Mm. I mean, they also have multiple conductors, I guess. So. Oh, well, but you know what? And guess. Him and Joe probably carpooling because Joe over at oh, Juilliard. That's right. I forgot. So they. Big Joe, not the little one. They, they back and forth, back and forth. Like, that's, that's actually crazy. As somebody who likes to be in the house, <laughs> that's crazy. As but I don't know who, how far they are from each other. I literally have no idea. So we drove to Pennsylvania, but but it's so New York is so big. We're six hours away from the city. We drove Rochester to Pittsburgh. What was that? Six something hours. I don't know where Pittsburgh is in relation to Philadelphia. But I'm about to say Pittsburgh is on the other side of the state. Like like uh, Pennsylvania oh, is on the a rectangle. other other yeah. side. And then so Philly is closer. Is Philadelphia another. Philly is closer to New York. Yeah, that's like a, they're like I I did Philadelphia when I went to Curtis. I, I thought I went to Curtis popping my gums. Well, I was like, let me go take a lesson. Mm-mm, that was a waste of time. But anyway, I went to New Jersey after took like an hour and a half in traffic. Oh, okay. So, but New York, I don't know because like I said I went to New Jersey, but where my cousin stayed at, not that. Yeah, it's close. So, my I I feel like where my cousin stayed is is greater than New York. Cause like it's like thirty minutes. That's not a real thing. I just made that up. But like it's like thirty minutes. It's the New York metropolitan area. <clears throat> oh, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. so. Or we have that. Oh, the yeah. tri-state area. Oh well, yeah, yeah, the tri-state mm-hmm. area. Like old dude from Phineas and Ferb wanted to destroy. Doofus smarts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, that's the news, period. <clears throat> so, the intermission in honor of Halloween weekend. Hey, I've never... When was the last time you celebrated Halloween? I honestly cannot remember. Yeah, I'm not, not really a Halloween, Halloween person babe. at all. At all. I don't even go outside on Halloween. I have to, because I have a class. One of my classes was canceled. I'm like, thank God, because it's a night class, too. And I do not, strictly do not go outside on Halloween night, especially after that year, 2016, when they started being doing that stuff where they had them clowns out scaring people. Oh, I forgot about that. They had chainsaws, <laughs> all that type of stuff. I'm like, I don't play that. None of that. None of that stuff is funny to me. Yeah. Especially like I wasn't really like my mom let me celebrate Halloween when I was younger, and then just like to do it. And then I went through a period where I wasn't allowed to celebrate it, and then after that, I just like gave up. But I might turn on like Harry Potter or something. No, I won't. I'll be playing concert. Right. We, I complained about that earlier. Um. Anyway, so in honor of that, I want to do like a little spooky slash trifling because it's classically black uh, intermission. Um. And so people, I, my favorite part of the internet is people like using words, not incorrectly, but like it's like a, the culture starts to adapt the use of a word in a way that's super funny to me i'll say one one example of this is the word strict like so um there was for example there was a video of you know how like power walking that's not what it's called but like it's an olympic sport and there was this boy and he was clearly cheating he was running because difference between like this power walking and running is that both feet have to be on the ground for power walking so this creator I follow quoted it and he was like, oh, he cheating. And then somebody commented, she's like, oh, you strict. It's like that, like, that's not really how you would use that. This is the same thing for a jump scare. A jump scare is supposed to be like a jump scare. Like it's supposed to be like 
it's a tool used in horror to like scare you out of nowhere but like anything could be a jump scare like if your lashes are lifting jump scare you know so like I thought we could talk about two jump scares that you have thought about in classical music period very very vague very open um yeah like what's a jump scare like I oh, jump scare from that audio um I forgot where he was at about. you said what I said I don't know what she's talking about oh that oh because you don't be on TikTok that was a that was a sound that was popular like two summers ago he was in line for something he was like I oh, jump scare anyway so what's one you got <clears throat> Um, okay, so the first thing that came to mind for me was that time of year when everybody starts releasing their new seasons. A lot of <laughs> seasons be jump scares. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but then I was like, is that even a jump scare? Because, like, we kind of know, but also, like. It's like you don't, you want to believe that. Yeah. But. I mean. Um, okay. My first jump scare is not really even, okay, I'm not going to say that one, because the one I was going to say kind of rude, and I don't want, I don't want the girls coming back for me, because like the, I stay in the, the wind players, ugh, anyway. Um, uh, uh, my jump scare will always be children playing an F sharp and C major. It's like, <laughs> It's not nice, um, but I don't. That's that's mine. It's always it always like catches me off guard. I'm like, why is this C major season? Um, so that's my first one. Or similarly, a C sharp and G major. That's for string players because that's how we learn. I know the brass babes love a B flat. Girl, never. <laughs> okay. And I love a B, a B flat. <laughs> I was trying to think of something like technical mm-hmm. that's a jump scare um like in music i mean there's a couple of them yeah i got one mm. happens to me all that the time i'm like oh what was that happened last night <gasps> oh. um honestly when i was actually i'm gonna change it when i was in theory oscars or whatever Alto Cliff was a jump scare. <laughs> I get it. The girls look. <sighs> because, okay, like people really had to, when I would see the violinist and the, and the flutist complaining, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Y'all don't have to, under- y'all have to understand. We have to read three cliffs. Yeah, I don't understand. I have to draw the line somewhere. Like, I don't understand why you draw a line at alto cliff when tenor cliff because is so it's much the more last confusing. One. And that's the, but we have to know how to read tenor cliff. Yeah, I, I have to. Yeah, like for the bass, so like you have to know tenor cliff, which is so crazy because I had no idea. I didn't even know what was going on with tenor cliff. I had, I think, I got like an assignment in my lesson, and it was like, I guess I need to learn tenor cliff by next week. <laughs> <laughs> I had never read tenor cliff. No. Like, he just assumed I knew it, which yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess similarly, I think 10 o'clock was, like, the last one I had to learn. So, I think similarly, it's like, this is so confusing. I just don't. It, yeah, It's pointless. It's a pointless cliff. I really feel so? that. Maybe. I mean, 
maybe some other instrument that plays in tunica. I mean, you don't think so? I just don't understand why cellists and bassists can't use alto clef. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. I didn't know that. That's what you was for to say. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand because I don't remember. Listen, before you come for me, I have with a tenor clef since I taught public school. And when I saw it in the score, I said, Jesus Christ. Um, but from what I remember, <laughs> I just don't because cellos are, an, we have the same strings, but they're an octave lower than us. So if you're playing up your fingerboard on the A string, you are playing somewhere around my G and D string or whatever C string. I don't understand why you can't just re also clef. Like why we got four clefs. And don't we got isn't there a soprano clef too? It's a little I think so. I think piccolo. Yeah. and I mean I think I mean some a bassoonist, trombonist, cellist can weigh in on what tenor clef means to y'all. I have never ever read anything in tenor clef that could not be written comfortably in bass or treble clef. Mm. Never. Like I just it could, because first of all, we're never gonna read tenor clef below the middle line, the A, unless the there's something line is a, like that's why it's confusing. Mm. See, we're never gonna learn we're never gonna do anything because anything below that, that A is the top of the bass clef staff. So oh, like you might as well write in point. bass clef. Unless sometimes if you're doing like a A to D, then they might just write the D, which is the bottom line mm. in tenor clef. Because like just so they don't change clefs for that one note or something like that. That's the only time I've been seeing people write tenor clef. And then I mean anything above that, like if we get into the weeds or whatever, just write it in treble clef. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I've never read anything in I'm like, oh, this needs to be a tenor clef. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean luckily I don't have to I only have to read two clefs, so but I'd rather read two clefs. Like I see what the I see what the violin girl is complaining. I mean, everyone has to think that they're used to. So I mean, I guess like because that AVA every once in a while, like every mm-hmm. once in a blue moon, Viola's got an AVA, and I'd be like, "What the hell is this? Just ride it in treble clef." There's there's no there, it makes no. Oh, I'm starting to get mad. It makes no sense to write alto clef and AVA. There's literally a clef for that. It's called treble clef, and we can just I, I I'm not my brain doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Like and I know like some instruments like well violin is different because like they read it they're so used to seeing AVA they just like do it that's not mm-hmm. I wasn't I don't know what school of viola that is I've never I've had several teachers I've never had to read nothing no AVA just put it in freaking treble clef it's no treble clef that's high enough I'm like oh how do I play that on the viola I'll feel like I know how to play like what do you so now now I'm looking slow like oh my god what Eastman West she went to Westman because I can't play okay. this <laughs> West <laughs> like, woman. <laughs> you said what? I said West Woman. Like, uh, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that's what I freaking hate, and I hate too many ledger lines. And similarly, I hate too many ledger lines in alto clef. Just put it in treble clef. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, my jump scare yeah. is a, it will always and forever be missing a shift. Cause why am I missing a shift in my big age? I missed one yesterday, and I laughed. I said, "What happened, Sting?" I remember one time I shifted to another and I gasped. I was like, oh, <laughs> who played that? Like, oh my God, I miss when, missing a shift is crazy. Cause like, I want to know what the equivalent of that is for like wind players. Cause it's like, you can't, 
sometimes you can't really get back like especially maybe a squeak um i couldn't see i'd rather it's string instruments all day because when i was in my flu era for that one year and your lips start shaking when you're nervous <gasps> my my i've never had a right hand shake so i don't know what that i've never had the equivalent of that like my body gets tense if i'm nervous but yo, yo i'm terrible you said what said shaking is terrible I don't. I hate. I hate it when my my left leg shakes and then the whole base because oh the base God, is resting yeah. on your leg, so the whole base going like this. That's great. <laughs> like when I did There's my no little solo ensemble and my lips are out. So this is what y'all go the, the lip like. That's the whole thing. There's nothing mm-hmm. else. Like okay, the, the fingers. I mean, yeah, but if you can move your fingers, if you can't get no sound, I'm like, like <laughs> right, not you flutter tonguing, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh uh-uh, I'm gonna stick where I'm at. I'm stay with Viola. That's my. Mm-mm. I don't understand all that and then all that spit on the ground and then yeah, what y'all be going through? And the, and and y'all the be y'all swear, but it's not spit. Okay. <laughs> so what is it? Right. And then the reads and y'all making reads and have to practice. Y'all are victims. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like yeah, oh, making re- making making reads crazy, dog. Y'all not y'all in wood shop. And then every, I would get tired of it. I don't understand how y'all not tired of it. Like y'all have to make reads every week, and then and then you make the junk, and it might not work. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. That's crazy. I don't I don't understand it. I'm not no construction worker. Like you know, have me out here. And then this one, like this bassoon player was telling me, like, oh, we got water in our keys last time because it was too cold. I was like, I've never thought about temperature ever. Okay, I did. Wait. I did play one gig and it was I think I talked about it because the cellist was being mad weird because she was like she was just literally just being an asshole like that's just what it was it's like sweet pea this is a wedding this there's no union here go home like she figured oh it's 59 degrees and it's like do I want my viola out here if you no I I was actually like kind of nervous about it because I'm like what if my scene pop open like yeah. I but like we already here and it's something we can do about it you over here being weird and mean to the girl who contracted us what she finna do she finna go upstairs and talk to god and be able to turn it up a little bit like <laughs> right because like she can't do nothing about that we out here and it's just like we could obviously we could choose not to play which was obviously gonna be the next thing but it started to get warmer because she went we got some heaters and then like oh. it like got it started to get a little warmer it and also at that point we got all we had to do was play like 20 minutes or whatever so I was like a little bit like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like out there. But like I'm not gonna be rude. To, well, first of all, this is not my nature. And the secondly, like I'm like, oh, this girl had something to do with it. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, yeah, that wasn't great. I didn't love that. Um, but like outside of that, like I mean, my hands being cold, like I'm always cold. So like I never, I rarely think about temperature. It doesn't affect my instrument really in the way that it affects them. So. That's why they be so mean to us. Like, oh, strings, they don't know your notes. Oh, because y'all are victims and you're taking out on us. That's what Should have shows better. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> That's what it's giving. They're playing a solo against your will. I'm over here. I'm airbowing. <laughs> I didn't even learn the music. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you mad at me because you got every week. You, oh, I gotta you gotta learn every note. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, just you. I'm, gotta, I'm just playing. I got a team of people. 
I got a team of brethren behind me. Like I'm we sorry. Like we we mad deep. Like it's it's a team. And you should have thought about that. Cause I was there. And they got you. <laughs> they got you. Because they played that little trumpet. They put that little fanfare. And you said, Ooh, that's me. And now look, twenty years later, you mad at me because I got a team. We rolling deep and you mad at me because you got to play your little uh, great gate of Kiev. That's on you, Stink. I just feel like, why are you blaming me? Oh, the tri- and we do know our notes. Got to. We got more of them than you do. Oh, wow. So, and while you over there resting, you got you got movements named Tacit. Okay. And you resting and we tri- Okay. Ooh, now, that's why my shoulder out right now. We from hours. We just yeah, 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 yeah. And don't come into my. T- listen, if you a win player, don't come into my eye message. You know who you are. I'm just saying what it is. Okay. I, I can Not speak you my know mind because you, you can't say nothing to win players. They will argue you down. And I'm always outnumbered. But I can say here, listen, we all got our struggles. Learn your solo. You hear? <laughs> all right. Very good about oh we gotta and then we got yeah that's what it is i saw that trumpet i said you can't trick me <laughs> can you see me as a trumpet player i almost was one <laughs> you already loud so <laughs> that's crazy wow loud on and off the instrument is crazy <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, okay, do you think you choose based on personality or does your instrument's personality dictate your personality? Because I'm going to, would I be a different person if I was a trumpet player? You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? Because I feel like I'm, I'm very viola coded. I don't know. I don't know. What is viola coded? <laughs> it, could be a, it could be a couple of things. I think there's two camps of violas. There's the ones who are too serious and the ones who are very unserious. And I feel like I'm definitely in the unserious. It's like I'm gonna know my stuff, but it's like we're peacekeepers. We in the middle. We don't care a whole bunch. The music will be learned. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like demeanor wise. Like mm-hmm. we chilling. Like it's yeah. it never gave. Oh my god! It's like I just want to have a good time and play my instrument. And you know we pop out when we need to. See Shostakovich five, you know what I'm saying? Like we do our big one when necessary, but we're here to support and have a good time. There are violas, I think, who are I have met a lot of them, who are the other viola personality, which everything is too serious. You're literally insufferable. Why are you here? Um, <laughs> I'm just playing. But I think almost every instrument can be like that. I mean, that's just a person. That's just like a personality problem in my person but like I th- there are two camps of violas just be like unserious I used to always get in trouble in middle school for talking and having and having too much fun me and Eileen used to do high fives with our bows like we used to just be goofballs like that's what I feel like violas do let me if you're a violist you listen to me like girl what are you talking about let me know but that's what I have realized hmm What you think about no, bass? No. I don't. I can't tell if you're bass coded because I don't. I, don't I haven't really at all. the bass. No, because the basses I knew like in undergrad, like I didn't talk to bass players in grad school because like it was just 
<laughs> but an undergrad, they, yeah, it's just that that's not you. Yeah, it's, it's a sloppy, it's a boys' club. It is. Sometimes I be looking because like I be knowing like of course I've known grown bass players and I've known bass players like my age like when I was like you know younger and stuff and I'm just like so when is the transition <laughs> like when do y'all grow up <laughs> I be wondering like when does that hit I feel like the but, bass players at MSO are sweet yeah I feel like I mean yeah it's not really I feel like you know how like bass players to me give like based on like based <laughs> based on um just like what I've gathered like teaching I just feel like they give middle child because like they're so far back a lot of my bass I thought players, y'all was a middle child you said what I said I thought y'all was a middle child we're the middle children for sure I feel like y'all give I, I feel like violas and bass both give middle children because we're often like forgotten about because like baseball are also more so because y'all are so far back we give black sheep black sheep that's what we <laughs> like y'all are so far back there's the most oh my god i would literally never forget i hope she's doing well i had a bass player named corlissa i talked about her before i love this girl because she was so smart and she was so quick-witted and she would act the hell up in my class but not bad like not like in a just a goofball because and if I asked her to play her part, she could play it. So she's like, "What, Miss?" And then one day she came in with like it nails on, and I'm like, "Quillissa." She's like, "I can still play," and obviously, like the technique wasn't good, but like she played the most. And that's a, there's a video on my phone. I have to find it. There's a video on my phone where she just turned my class. I, that's the first time in my recollection, the only time where I was not in the driver's seat of my class. She started, they, I, they were doing sectionals. I put them in different parts of the room they were working. And she started beatboxing on that bass. She started doing a beat on the bass. Had the cellos lit. I had to find that video. I'm going to show it to you. And I was like, Corlista. I was not, I, for like 30 seconds, I was not in the driver's seat of my own classroom. I, but mainly because I also was enjoying it. I couldn't, she lit, period. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we give black sheep. Because we like not even. We won't even be over there with y'all, really. So. They don't even be including us. Sometimes they, they say strings and they don't even mean us. So. I feel like also it's where they put you. Well, well I, not in professional orchestras. Because professional orchestras are usually behind the cellos. I think it works better. Because when middle school, high school, they put them behind the orchestra, period. It's just oh, like I hate too that. far up. It's just too far away. It's like what's your what? That doesn't make I, no I sense. I don't understand that. Sh- that pocket makes sense because you're behind. Because I feel like functionally we're like half string instrument, half low brass. So that right behind the cellos, right next to the low brass, it just makes sense. I never understood that. I mean, I could see like if you had, I could see it if your, if your cello section is mad deep, you don't want them so 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 far back that they're like mm-hmm. not but this doesn't make sense I've put them behind the violas before but I'm not putting them behind the seconds <coughs> anyway that's a previous life so okay alright we are deep what happened to short episodes we moving on yep sure are to the topic 
thanks for thanks to rather everyone who tuned into the devil's violinist for our moving on our little spooky situation period um y'all don't know we did a little movie night a little live tweet moment watching the devil's violinist to round out our spooky episodes for this month so we're gonna give a little summary of what happened and then talk about it okay um so if y'all don't know the devil's violinist is about pocketini we talked about we talked about Paganini on one episode. We had a Paganini episode, which by the way, we should post it. Like, just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was something. Oh, it was like, I think it was called You Selling Talent How Much. Ah. I remember it. It was called that. Yep. Now, memory unlocked. Wow. Five years later. Well, I don't know when that episode came out. Girl. Gun to my head couldn't tell you. So. I don't even know what we talked about last week. Oh, yeah, I do. But the week before that, can't tell and the only reason why I remember last week is because it was so different. We were in person. Oh, now I remember it. Um, Dana was last week. Okay. Um, anyway, this is about Paganini. If y'all don't know, there was like a rumor or whatever that Paganini has sold his soul to the devil because, you know, he was doing all this super virtuosic, um, um playing of course he had a ton of his own compositions and the girls were like bro how are we playing this and then he was like like this and he had his fingers fingers was going all over the place and he was like whatever so everybody thought he was possessed by the devil apparently that was more plausible than practicing y'all just <laughs> y'all was so averse to practicing y'all was like oh he must be possessed he must, he must have sold his soul no way he's no way he's on his grind um so basically it it's about his life um and then of course it's a little love story sprinkled in he is going through it he doing drugs he drinking a lot he's gambling a lot um and this person this the devil basically that he like signed his life away to is like exploiting him making him go to all these do all these concerts and all this type of stuff um in exchange for all of this fame and stuff that Paganini is getting and um then he goes on this little residency or whatever series of concerts in London and meets this girl she not feeling him she like get away from me he's like no um and (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um and yeah eventually of course now she hears him play now she bends over like oh my god Paganini I love you all this type of stuff he has this little his whole redemption arc where he's playing and apparently not a drunk anymore and all this type of stuff that's the gist of it so what you think about it I have thoughts I mean it was cool I feel like I left some stuff out because I'm like dang when we watch this on Wednesday wow that's crazy that I have so many gaps but um overall you know I thought it was a little it was a cute little moment um they had David Garrett the violinist was playing Paganini so it was very interesting to see they had an actual violinist Mm -hmm. 
playing the lead, which I'm like, wow, this is doing wonders. And he did a pretty good job acting, too. Yeah. There was some times where I was like, "Mm, okay. But, like, really, by and large, really not that much. Like, hardly ever. I think he did a really good job. I think it was worth it to have, like, an act, like, just give him acting lessons. You know, I thought it was worth it. Mm -hmm. Because it looks so much better. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I'm. I'll start macro. It was fine because I watched it and I was like, okay. And then just like thinking through it, because I know how to talk about it. I just feel like, like, what was it about? You know, like, I think that's how I. I and I just feel like there were so many moments. Okay, so the movie opens up with him playing this composition that he's thought of as a child. And he played the whole thing for his dad, who slaps him with a bow. And, like, there's so much there's so much that the, the, the viewer has to do to put together in a way that I just thought I didn't like. And I'm, I wanted to see, it's like, you know with writing being interested in me i'm curious what was cut in post because like we had to assume that i was supposed to assume that all his problems he's having is because of his dad like because like he, and then he's a, he's such a good dad to his son so is is that when you tweeted that i was like for real i thought he was i mean because he was sweet to him like he could have, he could have acted the same way towards him. I mean, he was doing drugs and he was gone all the time. But <laughs> aside from That's that, two really major parts. <laughs> aside from that, I mean, to be fair, he wasn't away doing drugs. I thought he was, he was sweet to him. He it seemed it was like he went out of his way. But that's another thing. Like I interpreted it that way. You interpreted it a different way. I felt there was too much up. I just feel like it was too much up in the air to be like, like what is what was the point of opening with the dad I just feel like there was not enough background like if you're gonna open I understand given background of like how did Paganini get to where he is but it just jumped to the movie starting like it was him playing this thing dad slaps him with the bow jumps to credits or opening opening credits and then it's like we never revisited the dad situation again I wish we had more of like a build up something in passing about his dad but it was nothing else Maybe I missed that. But it was nothing substantial that, like, like revisited the situation, per se. Like, I, when I saw him interacting with his son, I was like, okay, so this is supposed to be, like, obviously, like, he's overcompensating because, like, his dad was mean to him. I guess, yeah, because the son, because when he was, uh, that whole stretch where he was in, in London, so I was like, so where's the son? <laughs> yeah. I felt like, I mean, he was nice to his son, but I just felt like, a lot. I feel like a lot of parents are like, "Oh, you dote on your children," but the more important in yeah, the more important parts of being a parent are like being a parent. Being and a parent. I, he was cooking up drugs and and, and gambling. He was passed out naked in a bathtub. He got the wet like that home. That home life had to be crazy. Yeah, home life had to be crazy. And I just felt like he he was nice to the kid like he wasn't like uh abusing him but like i feel like a lot of people think that like oh if you're like nice to your kid then it's enough because i feel like i was just watching something where it was like a mother she was like super neglectful but she was like my babies and i love them and she was like she would dote on them when she saw them 
but when are you seeing them? And, I think and that's I, how I felt about him. That's a good point. I think maybe because of the time period, I didn't take it like that. I took it like, because I think it was common to like have someone looking, like a tutor looking after your child. Like mm-hmm. I thought that, that was just like common for the day. So maybe that's why my brain separated it. Like he was always with his tutor. He was always doing some school stuff. He was always like with a nanny or whatever. So I just assumed that like rich people, I mean, and also with pocketing wasn't rich, but like, I just assumed that like, Oh, that's, he had money to hire someone because that's what, that's what people was doing. Like you were rare. It, it seems as though you would rarely look after your own children. If you had the means to not, which sounds that's terrible. crazy. But like that's what it seemed. That's what it gave. Like, and I, that's just me. Like I might know whatever era that this is. <laughs> what is that called? Victorian, the eighteen hundreds or whatever. Like, I probably could look it up since I'm talking to you about it. But, um, because I remember even like watching The Crown. Like she went with her daddy. I mean, her daddy was also the king of England. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like everyone is always with some nanny, or they at boarding school, or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, it's like poor people take oh, care man. of their own kids. So that that's why in my brain I was like, oh, he's sweet to him. Like I never was like, oh, he's not taking care of his kids. I mean, it's different part of the project because I still think even if it was common, I still think it's kind of. And you was cooking up drugs in the next yeah, room. Like, that was crazy. was crazy. I was like, <laughs> and, but also like I was just so confused. Like we don't know word? anything about like why. We don't know why. Like why is he like this? That's why I wish there was more like. Was he? And it's like you can, you have to infer literally everything. So he, which is fine, right? Like I have a pulse, but like, just like some of the stuff I've been learning about writing, I just didn't understand, like how much heavy lifting I had to do as the viewer. Like, so he's playing at these, at these like little crowds or whatever. Like I don't even know why they were gathered there, and I was paying attention. So also, but I don't know why. Like where he plays at these intermissions, and he tries to play his little virtuosic stuff they're like boo play the donkey song and he plays the donkey song but it's like how did we get here he's this world famous violinist even if he people thought he was possessed or whatever like this is before the possession so it's like how did right. he get to this spot where like he's not making no money he's a womanizer who does drugs and drinks like how did we that's what i was really confused about so i feel like if they were gonna take the time to like show the dad hit him with him with the bow we could have taken like two more minutes to tell us like how do we get to where we are today and to a pet to a point especially that you're so vulnerable that this random man comes and stands at the back of an auditorium and stares at you for five minutes now he's he finds out where your hotel is now he's in your room giving you some contract that you didn't read and signed <laughs> <did not> read. <laughs> like what even as a person who doesn't read i thought that was crazy we don't even no. know and he was like don't you remember me from last night how when it was mad people in the thing he was just staring at you because he's in some cape in the back of the room with his top hat on and he's just staring at you and you're like oh yeah 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 yeah. he's like i could take care of you and you're like what does that mean And he's like well it means i'll take care of you he was like okay what <laughs> how did we get here this is the first five minutes of the movie there was no lead up why why are we why are we so vulnerable what's going on stink about okay um okay this is my interpretation Okay, firstly, my interpretation of the dad part was, uh, it's hard to separate this knowledge because I have some prior knowledge of Pakanini, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's very, I don't know how I would interpret this if I did not. 
I interpreted the dad part as like, cause it, so his dad hits him with the bone. It's like, why can't you just do what I asked you or something like that? I saw that as Paganini doing too much. And I feel like Paganini is known for being virtuosic, for being flashy, for being like all of this stuff. And that's a rep, that's reflected in the whole womanizer, drugs, gambling, for this fast paced life that he's living. And also this, this incredible like showmanship. You see that later on in the movie where he has, um, that whole display where the devil shadow comes like he's just flashy he just he doing a lot mm. and i felt like that was like he went above and beyond to compose this thing and his father was like why you doing that which is crazy because i'll be like really whoa good. right there right there like i'll be lit like oh we making like, money we can't okay, i was just about to say kid, like we might could, we like, might could see what they're talking about right <laughs> it's giving virtuoso like it's giving child prodigy like what like, are we doing I saw it as that, and then with the whole, I, with the whole like playing in the intermissions and stuff, I saw that as a reflection of what was going on with the dad because it seemed like the culture in that music space and the music audiences was similar to his dad, which is that is conservative. They don't want to hear what you all that fancy junk that you're doing. Like they just was ignoring him, and he was destitute because he could not find a way to turn the tide of like the audiences in his favor with what he was doing like it just was not what they wanted to hear like it was just not on like trend it wasn't popular or whatever and then that's what I mean that's obviously what the devil did when he signed his life away which is crazy you could have just <laughs> like I don't know that's kind of how I saw it it's like it's kind of like cash doll doing too much they like cash you doing too much I'm like, shut up, ho, ho, you ain't doing enough. That's what he was like. He was like. I see that. I did not have that interpretation. Obviously, he's way more thorough than me. But, and thoughtful. But I, the problem I had is that literally all the composers we know were doing too much. You know what I'm saying? So why, I mean, obviously, like, he was this, like, spectacle almost, like, for lack of a better word. Like, he literally, like, was. But it's like you couldn't get no little Capellmeister thing, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't get no little like you, you cannot. Mozart was also a spectacle doing all this stuff too. Like how come you wasn't? Nobody wanted to hear you play nothing. Like especially like okay, what time was this? It was like 18 something. Like you couldn't play no little Bach concerto. Like the girls were traveling around doing all these engagements. Your dad was a musician. I, I don't remember much about Paganini, but like your dad was a musician as well. Like he didn't put you on nowhere. Like you're a talented kid. Like. That's why when I when I interpreted it, I was like, oh, something happened here where he could have been doing all this stuff and he's not. And now he's doing these like little gigs where he plays like whatever children's music or whatever popular music. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that something went wrong. You know, like that's that was my assumption. And I just feel mm-hmm. like <laughs> they took show don't tell it's like way too far because I feel they didn't show it like. For me, I feel like I shouldn't have to do all this heavy lifting, especially at the beginning of the movie. Like, I was just confused as to why such a talented kid is now doing all this stuff. Is it because of daddy issues? Like, is it because he was doing too much, which I never thought about? Like, I just wish it was a little bit more helping me along at the beginning. Yeah, I felt like, because like you said, you felt like, what, something happened? Yeah, And I felt like something that that him doing too much was the something that happened like i saw him as quarter oh my god 
<laughs> Why was I struggling so much? I saw him as sort of an outcast. Like, mm. he's yeah. so against the grain, like, with that. the culture. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> and also, with the, ver- like, when I was reading about Paganini, it said, like, some of the stuff he was doing is, like, kind of crazy, even by today's standards. Mm. Which is crazy because, like, you know, like, they literally. I'm sure, like, other composers are a part of this, but, like, instrument technology changed because of virtuosos and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, f- fingerboard was not that long ago. Bow was not yeah, doing all, was not bowing like a dude. Primrose, right. Speaking to you. <laughs> so it's like, I'm also wondering how popular he was because, well, one, um, because it's like, who else could play his music but him? And mm-hmm. two... Um, there was a whole thing where like they didn't want they mentioned music publishers like listening into him trying to notate his music and that's one of the things towards the end of the movie is that he's notating his stuff. So also it's like maybe he was disorganized. I mean that's a, an assumption. I don't know, but it just gives like why wasn't your music written down? Yeah, like it was giving. He was like one of those difficult artists. Like he was just chaotic, and maybe that's why he didn't fit into what they had go- going on. Now I just made that up. So I see what you're saying. You see, like, <laughs> your, your your interpretation makes more sense to me because I'm just so used to, like, when we read about these, these like, um, composers and performers, like, they're held in this, like, really high regard, you know? So it's, like, if I'm putting him up against, like, someone like Mozart, I'm like, oh, something must have went terribly wrong here. That's what I... And it's, like, same thing with Mozart. Like, why was Mozart broke? Well, he drank and gambled his money away, but he was still getting work barely because they were like he think he could do whatever he want which is the same thing for Paganini so maybe this is a fair as well but I just feel like it was just like I don't know I also thought like the the devil thing was such a cool concept I was like I was because I was like how they finna do this because I was like this better not be scary because I'm not losing no sleep for no classically black and I mean love her down but and so when I saw like what they were doing the devil I was like oh this is cool like they're like he's not the devil but he does like he's like the devil because I thought like you know how them girls like kept they were protesting and he was Mm -hmm. like it was funny because he I forgot what they were chanting and he was like oh this is music to my ears and I was like are you going to do something to them are you going to like I thought it was going to be like um I forgot what what's the term where it's like we just assume that magic is happening. It's just part of the world building. Like mm. it's mystical realism where like people have powers and stuff, but like, okay, people have powers and it's not like, Oh, did you just lift that chair? It's like, no, like that's, that's just like Delaney has powers. That's what she does. And it's just like a accept, accepted thing in the world that is built. I thought it was going to be something like that. I thought he was going to be doing little stuff. No, he just would appear and be weird, you know? And like, you <laughs> right, know, with that voice, with that voice and like, He's like, okay, Paganini, I'll be back. And I mean, like, he just, like, he would disappear. Like, when he was in jail, he disappeared. And I was like, okay, like, um, why'd I bring that up? I thought the concept was cool. I just wish that, like, it just wasn't clear as to why, like, why did he need this? Obviously, was he broke? Oh, he he was broke because the dude came in. But you know what? Because, and that, I think that's my issue, like, what you were saying about, like, we know about Paganini. I assume he had money he ain't want to pay because he was like I just assumed that he was just in there he had his little girl in there he was having a good time I just I never thought like oh he's broke he can't pay for it I just thought but like 
I just but he can't pay for what? Cause remember, he came to because the, the dude after staring at him for five minutes at the back of the hall, mm-hmm. he came in here. Like, you remember me? And Paganini was like, "Can I finish what I'm doing?" And then the the hotel dude came in and was like, "You owe us like three thousand dollars. Give us our oh, money." Brother. And he was like, "What are you talking about? You don't see? I got somebody in here. I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do." And then that weird devil man came in there and was like, "The food was bland and some more stuff here. This should cover it." How did you get to this hotel room? I mean, I knew like everything <laughs> went back there, but how did you know where I was staying? How did you know? You saw that? See, no. uh, uh-uh. uh, you saw right, that? He said, he said, I t- I'll show you how I know. No, we were beautiful days <laughs> in this house. So, but he just he just like came in there. Like, how do you like? It was just like too much. So that's why at this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, is this like a mystical realism thing where we know he has powers, but he because he's the devil, and then he's like, I'm not the devil. I work for the devil, which is a crazy statement. <laughs> crazy i wouldn't say that ever um even if it well, was true because um it's just like two I, I don't know i feel like they dropped the ball i mean the, it ended up going fine i ain't no screenwriter but i'm just saying like it ended up going fine after that but it was just like the introduction to him was just so rocky because like who was this man you, we could have had a little scene where you was like talking to the devil or something like i don't know like yeah pagani's the one i don't know it was just weird to me i didn't really know i just feel like i was just hanging out it felt like a vlog like <laughs> <laughs> and the thing with the girl who was a minor and it was a lot Ooh, going that on. was weird that was weird and it was actually i thought he was gonna work his way up to betting the violin like he really pulled that out like he like when he was gambling all his money away yeah and then he just pulled the violin i was like dang you got nothing in between your livelihood and your last <laughs> maybe a chair i don't like, know <laughs> That was fun. Betting the violin was crazy. And then taking that man's violin like that, I was like, that's on par. <laughs> you just walk up to the concert and just took his violin. Like, thank you. <gasps> I was like, this is crazy. And- um, what was he going to say? Nothing. So, when he goes to London, he like, there's this guy, I guess he's like a concert promoter or whatever, and he's like, oh, I guess he's down bad. And he's like, if we get Paganini, this is after Paganini sells his soul or whatever, and he, he popping now. But he's also Same gambling, Panini, doing a whole drunk, bunch of drugs. Like, and which where do you even get drugs? How y'all figured it out? That's where I was like, what, is he cooking meth? I was, I was like, like, what is this apparatus? Like, it was great. I had never seen it look like Marie it's Curie. Contraption, like, <laughs> like went on. Like, are you trying to find an element we don't know about? That I've never seen that before. Like, <laughs> like it never gave that serious. Like for, I was about to say at that point you need some help, but everybody, everybody was doing like uh, he goes to London. This promoter, I guess, is like he thinks you know Paganini is his meal ticket. We gonna get him. We gonna spend our last dime to get him out of here. Get him out here so he could play a concert. Paganini don't want to go. He don't. Which I was like, why he's so adamant? He don't want to go. Like from the get go, he was just like, no, I'm not going. It's just like you didn't even hear like what he said. Like <laughs> you, you were just being weird about it. But um, first of all, I mean that's where the whole like girl we was talking about comes from because she was his daughter, and so when Paganini was staying at his house, um, he was like trying to get at the daughter, thinking that she was the maid, but they had to fire her maid because they didn't have no money because they had to pay for Paganini to get there, and he needed a whole he wanted to raise his fee and all this because he was a gambler. Um, yeah, what was crazy about that was when they came to repossess all the stuff. Like leading up to Paganini coming there, 
like this dude he was spending his last dime to get Paganini out there so he didn't have no money then so they just came started repossessing his stuff everything in the house that was repossessing they're gonna come up to the chair that he's sitting in <laughs> and get the chair I was like y'all are so freaking petty there's like 15 other chairs over there you come to the one he's sitting in <laughs> also a repo in 1800 is crazy like this don't open the door what they finna do <laughs> like I was like they really hear repo in this man's stuff I would just not open the door. Right. What are they finna do? They can't like come on. And then also it was unserious because he. I mean to be fair, he was like, please don't take the way I make money. And because they came up to the piano, which is the first thing you should have went up to. That's actually worth some money. And and he was like, oh please don't take my piano. That's how I make my little bread. And they're like, prove it. Which first of all, you wasn't making us. <laughs> I don't understand. Like those times were so different because repo the house. Why you? Why do you care about? These three dollar Shein rugs, you know what I'm saying? Shein? Like, <laughs> like Shein. It was just a weird scene, huh? In Shein in yeah. 19th century. Timo. <laughs> okay. I just don't understand that part. Also, I just felt like the character, his his wife's character, was weird. Cause like, why are you letting this little girl talk to you like this? Like, did we ever find out what happened to her mother? Or were we supposed to assume that too? You just write <laughs> your own script. That's what they should have said. Okay. what she want to happen because i i was like are, are you gonna tell us if she died i mean I, I i'm a learned person i can assume that she died or whatever or whatever but why can't you just tell us i feel like they might have mentioned something but i, I don't remember it so the way she was talking i'm like i would have been hit that little girl in the mouth who are you talking to oh you know what i feel like she didn't like the stepmom i think he left her mom for her like he cheated uh, on her something like that I, i'm like kind of remembering something like that happening where she was talking about some type of divorce or like okay okay oh something like that but girl i can't remember exactly but yeah the girl i mean she yeah she didn't like the stepmom she didn't like paganini she was spitting on his food that which was, I was like, so okay, mess what are you doing OD girl was like, OD. but she's a child so I mean I guess I mean I wouldn't do that but like it's crazy and he trying to like the dad was trying to keep up appearances but why are you sending your child into the room with this grown man this who's grown a known man. womanizer mm-hmm. I mean I guess womanizer does not equate to pedophile to be fair but for him it did so right <laughs> like I know it's not like like I guess like I don't see a womanizer like a dude and just assume that he would like children but like at the same time just to be safe maybe you get a little and then even after she said that he came on to her like you wasn't really about it you wasn't really doing nothing about it and then she so dang fickle but she's also a child he played three notes she's like oh Pacanini like what you doing and she um all down his neck and now they're singing together and and now they're in love she doesn't which sound that's that good like okay what i thought it was just me what and i'm you know for me to say that i was just like i don't get it and then and i texted delaney i was like y'all make every day y'all make me feel like i don't like the viola enough why you get it let me not say that that's crazy but why <laughs> <laughs> like why you get it turned on by him playing the song do I not like the viola enough? Please I'm tell like, me. Y'all would not last a freaking day in music school. Y'all walking through the annex uh, of Eastman and, and y'all wading in the water. 
That's what I'm saying. Hey. It's, they gonna they have to give our panty liners for y'all. Okay, like. <laughs> right, they would need to install an irrigation system <laughs> in the side of the building. Like every day, I'd be like, "Wow, everybody I- sound like that." I mean, okay, David Garrett is literally a world famous violinist. <laughs> Sounds great, but I just mean like, even so, even so. I'm sort of like it's always insane to me. There's never gonna be a moment, Bel Canto, that I'm that like somebody start playing. You're like, oh, wow. I was trying to think. Have you ever been more attracted to somebody when you after you heard them play? I feel like we said we might have talked about this in the Bel Canto situation after that dude was that was so freaking, a freaking weird. erection from Puccini. A stiffy from I, when I read that I was like, if I could stop this book right now, I would. <laughs> like what are we talking about? Mm. To be fair, like they was they was hostages, so maybe I've never been a hostage. Yeah, maybe it's been so maybe it was built up or something. I don't know. I've never been like, oh, he finer ever. <laughs> so I just don't know what that feels like. He if, listen, if y'all if you ever heard somebody play, you were like, wow, they look way better now. Let me know. I like, could see that. <sighs> I, I don't know if I've personally done I, if I've personally felt that way, especially by a like, classical musician. But like just that concept of like, I feel like that's like with like singers who are heartthrobs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Of course, there are things around it that help it. The image, like if they are they are an attractive person. But like people were starting off with Elvis because yeah, of what because of the way he performed. Maybe it was the it was the whole performance. It was the dance in which what, but for whatever reason that's what they was into um i mean paganini list also like it's hard because it's not just the playing for a lot of people it's the personas everything around it but them being good at playing or their craft or whatever i could see people be like they like to see somebody doing their thing you know I understand the concept. I'm trying to. I'm really <laughs> scraping the bottom of my barrel of my mind, because every time I see somebody, somebody play, I'll be like, "Oh, he's fine. Oh, he could play." That's always like the. It's always like an and. It's never like, "Oh, he's finer now." I'm trying to think, like, I can think of one person I'll tell you after, but he always been fine. It's just like, oh, yeah, and he see. plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's the thing. I'll tell you yeah. after. You probably know. If you thought hard enough, you would know. Because I had to, no T, I had to figure out. Because um, I always, hmm. I always meet the person first. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I just can't. If you already think somebody fine, like, whatever. Like, when I was, uh, whatever when with engineer i was like you could just read some equations or whatever y'all be doing right like and i was like sound good to me like <laughs> like you already fine it's just like i, and I can understand like i'm not being i'm not trying to be dead i can understand like seeing like what you said seeing someone doing that thing see someone in the element I, but i feel like that's a plus it's not like oh you was ugly before but now or like i never noticed you before maybe it's that that kind of trope where it's like mm-hmm. it makes you notice them in that way, maybe that would. But she specifically, huh? Not that. What you said? I said, baby, that would not make me notice you. 
If I already but if, she specifically disliked him. Like it wasn't no yeah, oh, I didn't know about you. She did not like him. She hated she was spitting his food. Like, not even to be clear, I don't feel like it would have been better if she spat in it. She took her fingers and rubbed it in her mouth and then rubbed it on the mashed potatoes. I said, Girl and I felt so bad because I hate stuff like that. Like no, I rarely, rarely, rarely think the person deserves it. Like you have to be so egregious. And he's just eating it and being happy about it. That just made me sad. I that type of stuff, yeah, like it just made me feel bad for him. I didn't like. I was that. wondering, yeah, because I was like, "Why she hate him so bad?" I mean, she hated him so bad because her dad literally stole their last <laughs> to get him there, and because specifically Paganini raised the price. I was like, "That's why she hates him because that already was like, oh my god, like this is I'm giving him more than I got." But then Paganini was like, "I'm not coming unless you give me even more," mm-hmm. and then that's when they repoed all this stuff. So I'm like, "I said why she hates him even so." Cause I had kind of forgot about that, and that's and her spitting his food is what made me think about it. Even so, I'm like spitting somebody's food is crazy. It's crazy. Like he's just like being nice to you and talking to you after. I mean, like y'all don't have no conscience. Creepy. He was lucky creep. Man. I mean, I don't know why you were in that room with him alone, girl. I'm trying. Like I'm trying to. Like it was just weird. Why your daddy let you go up there with him? And you it's like he was trying to keep up appearances. But with me, that's it's like crazy. at what cost? At what you got me lifting these? He just talking about chambermaid. You just got me lifting these suitcases up the stairs while all these men are down. No, all these fraternizing. <laughs> First of all, y'all got the devil down there. Can't he levitate the stuff? Right, levitate up the stairs. <laughs> what when guardian Leviosa? Like I don't understand. Like that? No, that's crazy to me. I'll be like all these grown men down here, and I'm lifting up. Girl, that's insane. Also, when I was supposed to look up, why was London going through like that? Cold can't. I thought it was snowing. The first clip of London with the fog. With the fog. Europe that getting just fog. That's That'd I remember looking dream. that up. That's a myth. It wasn't because of the Great Fog. I forgot the exact what? reason. Remember you? We were like, I wonder if it's called a London fog because of the Great Fog. Oh, it was like a myth. It was. It was created in Seattle, I think. Funny enough. Hmm. But. Let, listen, Europe getting they just do all that all that havoc. You saw that, you saw that tweet where um, a Haitian quoted a story about the bed bugs in Paris and was like, "Somebody in Haiti slaughtered the right goat." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Period." Y'all gonna get y'all just do for what y'all did to Haiti. Know that. <laughs> so I'm like, why London always going through something? Y'all got fog. Y'all got beans on toast. Like it's always something Bitch. going on. Y'all eating blood for breakfast. Like, bro. <laughs> like some it's stuff, happening. Like I get y'all old zero way, zero way. Some stuff could just be in the trash. The blood. <laughs> Dang, y'all was desperate. I I've been meaning to try beans on toast because I've seen a lot of people, but the type of bean is very expensive because it's not obviously and I, I, it's been in my Amazon cart for oh, see, I thought months. they was putting what's that Bush's baked beans I thought that's they, no, they was doing it's like cause you know that's what I'm thinking like I don't want the smoky one but it's like it's made in a tomato sauce and it's been in my Amazon cart for months I don't want to spend $20 on a pack of four Heinz or Hertz whatever Hertz is a rental car company the other one Heinz um baked beans but it has to everybody be oh it's so good so good now i've eaten food who is everybody 
I'm talking about I've seen multiple races be like beans on toast, beans on toast, beans on There's a video of you know them videos where like everybody makes a dish and you rate them anonymously. They have one for beans on toast. And it was like people be doctoring it up, all type of stuff. And I said I would try it. Cause I'm like, what is this about? And y'all already tricked me with that marmite. I thought my tongue was gonna disintegrate when I tried when I tried that. Hmm. Oh no, it's Vegemite. Whichever one is Australian. Yeah, Vegemite. I thought my tongue was gonna fall off. What even is this? I don't even know, girl. Cause why is it black? I was so excited to try it because you know, I used to watch Jamie and Nikki. Which that that's if you are if you know Jamie and Nikki, y'all know what's been going on. It's been crazy a little week for them. Mainly Jamie. Uh, that was crazy. Anyway, it's Jamie. She, I mean Nikki's from Sudan or South Sudan, one of the two. And she'd be like, yeah, uh, Vegemite. She put butter and Vegemite on toast. And I was like, all right. I could try that. They have vegan butter on a little air New Zealand. I said, all right. I thought I was like, <laughs> what did it taste like? I can't eat. It, it tastes like. Okay. It's like that, that meme. Let me find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, It tasted like, have you ever, okay. Have you ever licked your finger and like put it in salt? <laughs> And ate salt. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Okay. It's I mean, I've had salt. Okay, not just like having just plain salt. salt. Not yeah, not just having like oh I've had a lot of salt. Like you, it's been like a concentrated amount of salt. A concentrated. Okay. It's yeah. that, mm-hmm. but bitter. That's what it tastes like. It's I can't describe it. I was about to say, I've had some lime on seven. Lime on seven is just salt and lime. No, because it's that's because it's it's like it's like pure so that's why you can't use a lot that's when you see people eating like Vegemite it's like spread very thin that's crazy I said do not ever give this to me again I'm calling my embassy <laughs> um <laughs> but anyway y'all should watch it it's free we miss anything I mean they did so why did I think why, why was I like what's this movie about he played the concert oh he spent a lot of the movie being like I'm done with you the devil and it's like that's what you did not read that contract it's forever that's why he kept saying like even the movie ended with him he died then yeah, he was dying he was notating his music which I was gonna say in real life they refused to let him oh, right. be buried on what's it called consecrated ground yeah consecrated grounds um because they believe the whole he and cahoots with the devil thing i was like dang that's sad y'all really used to be stupid i mean people are still stupid today but that's really like like dang and his son was like can we please can we no that's sad yeah because he was like started fighting the preacher that was trying to not preacher (laughs) priest um that was trying to read him his last rites i was just like but i'm like that has to be scary like you imagine you you in the you in the bed thinking you getting better than that they coming in the preacher. Oh my gosh. They bringing the preacher and talking about he about to read your last rites. Oh my gosh. I mean that would happen to me, but like, oh my gosh. 
that's actually crazy because he's like thinking he's gonna get better oh and also the girl so we 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 did skip over the whole situation with how the girl him oh, and the girl right, split right, right. up and so he had this new he had this concert there first of all this is the concert that he got booked for the, that the girl's dad concert, i thought was a little bit much and so he's in the dressing room or so they thought and the, the concert is starting they're playing the concerto whatever they go they finally go into the dressing room because he's not coming out and the orchestra's playing the window is open he's gone so i'm like okay i'm like either one, one of two things is gonna happen he's gonna bust through the door and start playing or it's gonna be like a the girl's the star and she's gonna oh. she's gonna come into her own on stage or whatever thank god it was the, the former thing. happened thank god that <laughs> The former happened. It gets to the part where he's supposed to enter, and then now he's in the back of the hall, and he's done. He's doing all that. He goes up the aisle and all this type of stuff. He plays a successful concert. They have all these theatrics, which I actually thought was that, that yeah. was kind of cool. I was like, we should lucky bring that, bring that little thing. Like they had to scream behind him or whatever, and the devil like he his shadow was like projected behind Paganini like rose from him and all this stuff they had these pyrotechnics I was like did they yeah I was like <laughs> see and that's why I knew I wasn't crazy it was like y'all was in the writer's room just okay and let's do this I knew I was wasn't on, I knew you I know who was in the violin you know who was in the in the writer's room oh dude that was the violin conspiracy yep. <laughs> and that's why and I go and I so I retort it was too much show don't tell i knew it because i forgot about that that's what really was pyrotechnics is crazy <laughs> it's 1890 no running water <laughs> but y'all got this going on no see i knew i wasn't crazy i knew like no y'all just perfected wax <laughs> no mm-mm. anyway um but it was cool i was like look he could do a little imagery moment like in an orchestra period um he plays a concert successfully he does an encore he asked the girl to sing with him and they sing this or he's playing and she's singing and they having this good all the time at the after the concert oh they start kissing all this type of stuff they never reveal exactly how old she is but they do reveal that she is a minor um after the concert the devil dude like pushes her into this carriage or whatever and they have he has them whisk her off somewhere where she's just sitting by herself and he whisks Paganini off to this other place and Paganini's like where is what's her name Charlotte where's Charlotte oh my god my girl Charlotte you know he's thinking about that kiss he's all of a sudden in love with her he don't know her at all but um <laughs> he um, in love with name? her exactly <laughs> Right. How old is Charlotte? <laughs> What's Charlotte's birthday? <laughs> right. So, um, so Paganini is at this place that now the devil dude he like gets him drunk or something, like. Yeah. So he's like disoriented. What was the impetus for this? Because he he was he was after the concert he was like, I'm done with you or something right mm. because the, that's what the, that's what was cool about the devil he it wasn't like that he didn't have powers he was just trifling so he's like all right very good we about to make some stuff up then mm-hmm. and that's why he, he got was, him disoriented yeah because he was because the devil i mean he was actually like he was pressing the dude for the money after the concert i'm like y'all literally just got off stage like yeah. his rosin particles are still floating in the air but you like know what, good for him dang. because the check should have been in the stand so that's very true. The check is crazy. The doubloons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the the shillings <laughs> right um so yeah so the devil gets him like after pocketing he's like nah i'm done with you like bump you he gets him all disoriented then he sends in this lady that looks similar to charlotte to have sex with him which first of all i didn't know there was gonna be titties in this i was like oh but i feel okay. like the titties were unnecessary for the plot we can know he's come on gen z okay to be fair (laughs) i just didn't understand like why we needed which i know maybe because i think like why did i think differently about this and how i normally think and i think for this because i have the point of departure of like it's supposed to be about paganini which is the same issue i had with Chevalier and I think like as a classical musician that's my problem because when I'm watching a movie about Paganini I expect it to be about Paganini and they're thinking about it needs to be Paganini at the center but it's about this thing you know so when I saw the titties I'm like what's it got to do with the caprices you know I think that's automatically <laughs> like we could because I feel like we could know he's a womanizer without you know whatever mm-hmm. I feel like if it was a regular movie if I didn't know about Paganini I'm like oh titties yeah i just thought i was like girl what what's what what happens next <laughs> he sends in the devil sends in this girl that looks like charlotte to have sex with Pacanini. so first of all not you yeah weirdo, it's weird. weirdo. um then he invites charlotte he sends word for her to come so she's sitting outside the door waiting for Pacanini while he getting done knocking boots with this other girl so she sees the other girl come out which i'm sorry this scene was kind of funny to me because <laughs> because she's sitting waiting patiently yeah. the girl comes out first the girl sits next the, sits across from charlotte and of course she put in her her corset on and and she whatever she was clearly just undressed all this type of stuff then a f- couple seconds later Pagani comes out and Char- charlotte's just sitting there she has no expression on her face she's just sitting there chilling Pagani comes out and he looks at the girl and he looks at Charlotte and he, he looks at the devil and is like, what's going on? And then he turns to Charlotte and she just gets up and start running. I'm like, <laughs> you, I'm like, you see what I'm saying? Also, right? like, how you put it together that fast, Charlotte? There. Like, you already naive enough. This man is mad old. Like, it just wasn't believable. And I said, like, why are you running? Like, why are you, like, and after, like, she, I don't understand, like, you didn't. I don't understand like why that constituted a run. Like you just you weren't like oh nah I'm good or like I don't understand that. And then all of a sudden the devil gives you the creeps. Like all of a sudden now that line was weird to me. Like every time I see him my blood runs cold. Now like you never even you haven't even spoken to him until just now at the end of the movie we have you've never spoken to this man. Weird. That one time he was trying to give her that that necklace. Oh that's right that's right that's right that's right okay okay. But before at the concert, there was this journalist lady. She was weird too, weird. and she was like asking Charlotte, "Well, like, what's your relationship to Paganini? All this type of stuff." So after the whole having sex part, um, they published this story in the papers talking about, "Oh, well, Paganini has sex with this underage girl," um, and they published her name and everything. Which I'm like, I mean, I guess I don't know what the laws were. That's illegal were now, not, but. So. <laughs> But they published this whole thing, so like, and her stepmom was like, "Well, you could just use it to get famous and stuff like that," which is crazy. Like, like, girl, not going on Instagram live. This whole they walked thing so was, Monica Lewinsky could run. So. Like, it was just so unserious. This movie. So, um, that's how the movie 
ended with like them not being able to get together or whatever like that's kind of because like they threw Paganini in jail he got out whatever um but that's why I was like how did the movie end it ended because they had lost touch or whatever and they had been writing back and forth a little bit and then she wrote him and was like I'm married and pregnant so we're gonna have to stop talking because and I, I remember tweeting like why are you so wrapped up in this one girl like that you do not know like you just and like period i listen i'm here for a, a lover boy like always but you you had no interactions or no semblance of a react interaction for us to make it believable that you still stuck on this one girl all this time later that doesn't make sense yeah. like There's not one point in the movie I could be like, oh, I could see why he will be stuck on her years later. Right. I don't know. He just... The whole thing was kind of weird to me. It wasn't bad. I wouldn't watch it again. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend it? I mean, it's a little, it's a little moment. It wasn't a bad movie, so... Like, you know, it's a little moment. Sure. I feel like of... of honestly... I feel like I probably liked it more than the two we watched recently. Belcanto and Chevalier. Oh, I like Belcanto more. Maybe because you looked away during that time. That's during that last scene. That kind of maybe like Belcanto was a fine movie. I'm trying to remember more of it. Like it was cool. This was also was cool, but like maybe because you looked away during that sh- scene where they came in and started shooting everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't watch Bill Clinton again because of that. I wouldn't watch. I don't watch any of these movies. And, yeah. <laughs> I, all the all the movies we we talked about five movies on the show so far, Whiplash and Tar. Oh right. I wouldn't watch any of them again. But the, yeah, but to be fair, I don't be watching movies over again except for fair. Twilight and Sweeney Todd. But if I had to watch one of them again, it'd probably be Chevalier. It was the most harmless, crazy, right? It would be Belcanto if Belcanto wasn't scary. <laughs> no, Chevalier I would do works. I would do Belcanto actually because I didn't like Chevalier. Mm, yeah, I didn't like Chevalier. Mm, it was fine. All of these movies were fine to me. Yeah. The movie I wouldn't watch the most, like for real, <laughs> like I would literally never watch again. Oh, I would watch Whiplash again. That was fine. It was it was a lot, but it was fine. I wouldn't watch Tar again. I think I disliked Tar the most. Yeah, it was real artsy. Tar is kind of, it's kind of artsy. I was like, I feel like you got to be a film girl to get it. But I feel like even then, I don't know. I'm gonna see. I'm. The acting was was good. You said what? The acting was good. The acting was good. The acting was good. She did her. She. Yeah. Kate Blanchett did her thing. I would not take that away from her. Oh no! But if you knew me in real life, you know I'm not really like, cause I don't want you to be like Katie don't like nothing. Like, I'll let you know when I like something. Cause I'm not, this I'm not thing. really like that. I'm not hyper. I'm, I'm t- okay. I'm talking about like, this seems lazy. This seems rushed because like I'm interested in writing. So that's that part of my brain that's activated. And then also, this is literally a show. I have to talk about something. I can't just be like it was good. So like <laughs> that's why you're getting this. <laughs> that's why you're getting this side of me. Like if you know me in li- real life, I'm really not hypercritical. So I just just wasn't. 
Yeah, if I had to watch one again, it would be this one. Mm. It's so funny. It also wasn't a long movie, too. So It was long. I don't know how long the other one. It was? I thought it wasn't. <sighs> Maybe because I how already had a long day, it? and I saw two hours. I said, Jesus, Father. It was two hours. Yeah, I mean, maybe like an hour forty-seven. Oh yeah, see, that's like almost an hour and a half. But I feel that's the last why I was like, was so short. Which one was that? Belcanto. Belcanto. Oh. Belcanto was an hour. I said period in an hour. Oh shoot, wasn't it? It was short. Belcanto was short. I feel like. I don't remember. Um. Dang, that was something else that I was. Um. You said. You oh. So after the movie, you watched on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I watched on Freebie on Amazon Prime. Mm. So after they suggested this movie to me, called the Sonata. Have you heard of this movie? Mm-mm. You watched it, <laughs> girl. There's literally no way in hell, and we're not watching it. I was thinking like, oh, okay, so we got this like series, whatever, the Sonata, like that seems like it would fit. It's a violin, it's a little cover or whatever. So let's see what it's about. It looked a little like spooky, but I'm like, okay, the devil's violin is about the devil, but like, let's see. This is why I would never watch a movie without looking up the synopsis first. <laughs> this movie was crazy. I was like, this literally, no way in hell me and Katie would ever watch this movie. It's about this girl her dad, she's a violinist, obviously. She, um, no, that's literally not obvious. It's called, I thought, for a minute, I thought it was called the violinist. It's called the sonata. So that's not obvious. But she's a violinist. Her dad, who was a composer, abandoned her when she was younger. She was living with her mom. Her mom passed away when she was 16. So then her manager started taking care of her from the time she was 16. Fast forward a couple of years. She's in her 20s now. Her dad passes away and leaves her his mansion. So I'm like, first of all, mansion that this dude died in. Now you going over there? What you, what you doing? Turns out he had been working on this sonata while he before he died, and he was trying to use the sonata to summon the devil. Which why were you doing that? Y'all are weird. She's in his. That's that she's in his wow. basement, talking about oh, like she's looking through his stuff, seeing the sonata, like all this stuff. She finds these tapes of her father torturing and murdering children and like that's how he was like doing the research or whatever for the sonata like figuring out how to write it like that was his way of preparing to write the sonata like all this stuff i'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. first of all tapes what are y'all showing like that i was like oh, this is making me sick right now and so she's like i don't want nothing to do with this her manager is like we getting this money like you finna play the sonata what <laughs> And how is that? Why is that how you get the money? Why don't you sell the mansion? <laughs> There's, <laughs> I mean, I guess because he's her manager, he wouldn't get no part of that though. Mm-hmm. But um, she wa- he wants her to perform the sonata, whatever. He like kidnaps her and like I forgot about this, but like, kidnaps her, like chains her up or whatever. And it's like you gonna learn the sonata, like make her learn the sonata. So then she learns it or whatever, and then she summons the devil because it, it completes it. Because yeah. Cause he the the manager found out about all these tapes and stuff, and was like, whatever, like the kid's dead already. Like it's crazy. He um makes her learn the sonata. The devil is summoned. I think the devil kills the manager. See, and then it fast forward. I guess or I don't know if it fast forward, but it says that the movie ends with her playing 
the Sonata and her eyes start glowing red. I was like, this is insane. I got an idea for that, but not on the mics. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what could that possibly be? Anyway. Torture and murder in children is crazy. Yeah, I was like this, like, like over a sonata. Get a grip, like, get a freaking grip. But yeah, so that's what it suggests that I watch after this. So oh, my my suggestion was a more beloved, which I think is on our list. Mm-hmm. All right, we moving on. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because it's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Ashley Vines. She is a violin and viola teaching artist with Music Copia, Philadelphia's Youth Orchestra Tune, Youth Orchestra's Tune Up Philly, and is faculty at Temple University Music Preparatory Division. Um, she's also taught with the Memphis Music Initiative, and she's a freelance musician. Um, I found her bio on Iris Collective. And I was like, ah, cool. Um, She began her music studies as a student of the School District of Philadelphia and has degrees um, from Temple University. Um, She was a recipient of the 2016-2017 Iris Artist Fellowship Program, where she performed in chamber ensembles and did community outreach, as well as taught um, with Memphis Music Initiatives. Uh, Yeah, it's a fellow. She's a violin viola teacher artist, like I said before, and um, she is the ensemble director through Temple University's Community Music Scholars Program. She's also a registered Suzuki instructor, period. She's a member of the Iris Orchestra. Um, She's also performed with the Bay Atlantic Symphony, Symphony in C, Riverside Symphonia, Ebony Strings, and more. And... Yeah, shout out to you, Ashley. Do your big one, period. Yeah, you got a piece of the week. Period. My piece of the week is Paganini's um, 24th Caprice, period. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he ate that up. Nah, for real. I was like, I look, yeah, I was like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Also, I feel like oh, you really could like produce that and make it a little something that might be kind of cute anyway a million projects not enough time thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast listen we got a live show november 12th at 1 30 central 10 we got a newsletter sign up in the description box we got some stuff that we're gonna be on the show if you want to send in a listen to letter if you want to send in don't send me no advice if you're asking for advice. Um, and if you want to send in your little joke, your little hello, congratulations, whatever, that's in the link in the description box. You can catch us on Patreon. If you want to see our faces, see what we be doing. We kind of tamed this episode, but I felt a little crazy last time. That's patreon.com slash classically. Look, Lenny's showing leg right now. Classically. <laughs> <Black podcast, laughs> patreon.com slash classically. Okay, people unsubscribing. <laughs> slash classically like podcast. If you're black, join ISBM as ISB Musicians on social media icebackmusicians.com thank you for listening and we will catch y'all next week bye y'all bye